opportunity I've missed, let the Spirit of God rekindle back to me on the inside. to God. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says, and he asked Philip, when shall we buy bread that this may eat? And he said this to him to prove him to know what he was thinking. For he himself knew what he would do. What does that mean? Every challenge bows down to wisdom. Every financial challenge bows down to wisdom. If you know what to do, it's no longer a challenge. If you know what to do, it's no longer a challenge. And this is a prayer. Let's open to John chapter, James chapter 1. This is a prayer because this month, we're beginning to teach on finances, and it's going to be a very, very, very strong teaching on finances that will be transformational. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Verse 2. Are you there? Verse 2. Please take note of this as we pray. I want you to take note of this very powerfully. The Bible says this, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Now, when he said temptation, the word temptation is not wrongly placed there. The word there is tough times. When you go to tough times, when you go to financial difficulty, when you go to marital difficulty, he says why? Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have a perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. He says that when you go into something, it says don't fret go through it. Don't avoid training school. Go through it. Don't drop the process. Go through it. He says, go what? Go through it. Now we say something powerful here. And the reason why I'm saying this is that let patience have a perfect walk. The reason why people are stuck in the future is that the lesson they should have learned in stage one, they use shortcuts to stage three. They get to stage three, what they should have learned in stage one now holds them back. So they have to now go back to stage one to learn the lesson again. Glory to God. So he says, let patience have what? A perfect work. And how do you let patience have a perfect work? Lord, I release myself. Let patience have a perfect work. I'm not going to see this breakup that is hurting me. I'm not going to. Some of you, you have a terrible breakup. The first thing, you look for another girlfriend and hook to him. Look for another boyfriend and hook to him. You know why? You don't want to, you don't want to enjoy the pain. That pain is meant to teach you a lesson. Embrace the pain. Some of you, you are dealing with low income, and when you deal with low income, you know, there are some things you cannot afford. You get into debt. Listen to me. Don't get into debt. That pain and shame that there are some things you want you cannot avoid, enjoy it. In enjoying it, wisdom will remain manifested. Don't cut short the process by getting to debt. Are you hearing me? Don't cut short the process by getting into debt. So you see some people... You know, by their financial level, they should not be able to buy a car. They go and borrow to buy a car. This is what you don't know. In the process of not having a car and working, as they are working up and down, wisdom to create what will emerge. 
Are you here, somebody? Glory to God. But this is what I'm going to. So he says here, that ye may be perfect. He says, verse 4, but let patience have a perfect walk, that ye may be perfect and entire. He says, when it's done with you, you'll be perfect and entire. You misbehave in the office, they fire you. Don't say it's their problem. You accept that I was one that misbehaved. You let patience have a thorough walk so that you're perfect. He says, let him have a perfect walk, the perfect walk. And the next thing is this. See what it says. That you wanting nothing. What does that mean? You get to the point where you know that I'm done. I've graduated. You get to a point that I've graduated. But now, when you get to the point where you know you have graduated and things have not changed, what do you do? Look at the next verse. He says this. When you get to the point where you know that you've learned the lesson, but things have not changed. He says this. And if any of you lack wisdom, that means that I know that things should have changed by now. I've learned the lesson that God wants to show me, but I have not seen it. He says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him not ask of the Father. So that means that if you are in trouble times, what will bring you out is you now asking for what? Wisdom. Because we quote this verse, but we don't quote it within context. We quote this verse, but we don't what? quote it within context. The context is that if you are in trouble, before you pray that God deliver me, ask for wisdom. Glory to God. And this is what we are going to pray for today. That in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the supply of wisdom be made available to me. Oh, Let's go ahead and pray. Every, everyone watching online, this is a serious prayer. Everyone that is on physical side, this is a serious prayer. Let the flow supply of wisdom be made available to me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let the supply of wisdom be made available to me. Let the supply of wisdom be made available to me, Lord. shift my mentality. Listen to what I said. Sometimes we are praying for men that will give us finances. That's what we are praying for today. Send me men that will shift my mentality. Listen to me. The Ethiopian Enoch was on his way to eat. <laughs> the Ethiopian Enoch was in his cart on his way to Ethiopia. He was reading the book, but the book was closed. The book was open, but it was closed because he was reading, yet you could not see. Until Philip said that, do you understand what you are reading? He said, how can I? He said, I'm in this fashion business, but I don't see anything. I'm in this real estate business, I don't see anything. I'm in this buying and selling, I don't see anything. He said, how can I understand except someone explains to me? And Philip said, that's why I've come. I've come as a guide to open your understanding. This is the prayer, sir. As the Philip was sent, because Philip did not go by himself. Philip was sent to the Ethiopian Enoch. Father, send me men that will shift my mentality when it comes to my career and my finances. Send men that will shift my mentality when it comes to my business. Lift up your voice and let's go ahead and pray. Let's 
Father, in the name of Jesus, first of all, we thank you for the opportunity to fast and pray. This month, we are teaching about the power of God to push forward financially. I'm praying that it will not just be a teaching, but an experience in everybody's life. That wisdom and supply of revelation will be available to bring about revelations for everyone present. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Please, you can have your seat. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If you want to share the service with a friend of yours, you can go online, all of you online, and go ahead and share. And let them know that midweek service is on. And it's a great opportunity to just hear and teach the word of God today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's turn our Bibles to Luke chapter 16. And it will be a very quick teaching. Luke chapter 16, in verse number 2. And this evening, I'm talking to you about dealing with financial difficulty. Dealing with financial difficulty. Dealing with financial difficulty. The Bible says this, and please remember that we're fasting tomorrow. Tomorrow is the final day of our fast. And if you can get into a physical location, it will be a great idea. The Bible says in Luke chapter 16 and verse 2, he says, and he called him and said, and this is a parable. He said, how is it that I hear of this? He said, how is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for thou mayest no longer be a steward. Then the steward said within himself, what did he say? What shall I do? What did he say? What shall I do? Because suddenly, the steward that was doing well financially know that his financial supply had been cut off. So the steward said within us himself, what shall I do? For the Lord taketh away from me the stewardship. So what he was saying is this. The steward said, it seemed to me I'm entering a season of what? Of financial contraction of difficulty. So it began to ask a question, what shall I do? What the steward is this? The steward has been used to making money by managing the master's resources and in return he gets his salary. That is how he's used to making money. That is how he used to making money. So all of a sudden everything changed because the master said to him, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm no longer pleased with you. You have to leave this thing. This will refer to someone that um, runs a job, and when you run the job, all of a sudden you get a termination letter. This will refer to someone that runs a business, and for some change in policy, the line of business you do, um, your line of business you do, has always just been cancelled. 
So what do you do when you're in financial difficulty? What do you do when you need capital for business and it's not sufficient? What do you do when the money you are making is not enough to fund the kind of lifestyle you want? What do you do when you get into a place that you are literally in debt? So this is the teaching of the word of God. Luke chapter 16 in verse 2. And he called unto him and said unto him, How is it I've heard this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship that thou mayest not be a, be, be what? a steward. Verse 3 says that, Then the steward said within himself, What shall I do? For my master taketh away from me the stewardship. Then he said something. He said, I've made my money through stewardship. He said something. So the first principle is this. Everyone look up here. Everyone look up here. Hey, brother. How have you made your money? You know why? If you have followed me for a long time, grace is impacting. The way you have made your money in time past shows how you make your money in your future. Up till now, how have you made your money? And some of you have not, you have this thing, you have to go back home and think about it. In the last three years, when, you, when your friends stop giving you money, how have I made money? The reason why is this. Genesis chapter 1. Let me show you the principle. Are you there? Genesis chapter 1 verse 11. And God said, let's you together. I want to go. Let's you together. You don't need the scripture on the screen. You can read from your Bible. Genesis 1 verse 11. I want to go. And God said, let the egg bring forth grass, and the help yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruits after its own kind. Next line. Whose seed in itself upon the earth, and it was so. That's good. Verse 12. And the earth brought forth grass, and help yielding seed after itself. Yielding fruits. Whose seed was in itself after it. What does that mean? He says, when you see an orange... The they seed in the orange to produce more oranges. It says when you see mango, there is seed in the mango to produce what? More mangoes. What he was saying is this. He said the way God designed it for continuity, he puts the seed in the present. Why am I telling you that? Go back into your past. Look at the way you have made money. There's a seed in that history that can create your future. That was why when the woman, with, when the woman came to Elijah and says, I have nothing. Elijah said, you don't know how this works. The way it works in the kingdom of God, that there's something you have already that we have to use. He said, what do you have in your house? The woman said, I have nothing. Eventually, she said, a pot of oil. He said, that's what we need. He said, the seed for the future is in the pot of oil. There are many of you, you need to go back and look at the relationship. You need to think and look at the patterns and look at the style in which you made money. The reason why is that there's something about the future, how you make money there. This man that was a steward said, he said, something has dramatically changed. He said, why? He said, because a seed seemed to be dying. And he began to ask himself, what is it? Very powerful. I'm telling you, very powerful. You will see what I'm talking about just now. Glory to God. And this is, many of us are just sensitive. If you are sensitive, you will make money. Because you will understand that, wow, I didn't know what happened. I was not part of this thing. I just helped someone to sell a car and I made my first one million. If you are intelligent, a seed has just opened up. You thought it was a fluke, but it was a seed. 
Because in life, there are no coincidences. Everybody is moved by divine laws. Glory to God. So you will not ask yourself, which is it? Is it that because I was an agent or because I sold cars? Because you have to probe where is the seed the money came from? Let me tell you something by now. You should have known your pattern of money flow. You should have known. You should have known your pattern of money flow. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. Look at Isaac. As soon as famine hit the land, what did he do? Bible says Isaac packed his land and went to what? Egypt. It was God that told him don't go anywhere. Why? The pattern of grace on his father. Well, his father went to Egypt. And came out of Egypt with abundance of wealth. So he was going to repeat the cycle of pattern again. He went to Abimelephad. Glory to God. Let's go back to the scripture. Luke chapter 16. Luke chapter 16. Verse 2. The Bible says this. And he called unto him and said, How is it? Verse 3, brother. Then the steward said within himself, What shall I do? For my master taketh away from me my stewardship. So the first thing is this. This is the first thing I want you to establish. My, and when I say, How do you make money? As a person, how do you make money? As a business, how do you make money? You must establish the pattern. He says this. The reason why is that many of you are under attack. But because you don't even understand the pattern, you don't even understand this, my, my finances are, is under attack. That this is how I make money. So see what he said. And this is very powerful. He said, for my Lord shall take away from me the stewardship. And he said something. He says, I cannot dig, I cannot beg, and what? For I am ashamed. What was he saying? This is what he was saying. Stewardship brought me money, but there are other avenues that bring me money. Digging will bring money. Begging will bring money. He was saying that the same way stewardship will bring forth resources, digging will bring forth resources. Begging will bring forth resources. He said, but I cannot dig. Neither can I what? Beg. What did he do? This man was mad. He went back to that stewardship. He said, there's something in this stewardship I can still use. What did he do? Read. I'm resolved what to do. Let's read what to go. He said, I'm resolved what to do when I'm put out of steward, that they may receive me into the house. So he called every one of his Lord's debtors and said to the one, how much oil is to my master? And he said, and a hundred measure of oil. He said, take my bill and sit down and write 50. He gave everybody discount. He said, there's something about what I'm doing currently that can help my future. You know the problem? The problem is that most of you are doing things you don't believe in that can make you billionaires. Ultimately, you will think the master got angry. Look at verse 8. Verse 8. And the Bible says, And the Lord commended the unjust steward because he had done what? Wisely. He had done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation wiser than what? Thank you. Look at that. 
He said, he said, this guy is not even a perfect guy. But this guy understands the system. The first principle of finance is this. Where does my financial flow come from? And let me tell you something. There are many of you that have a job and you get more money from outside your job. This is how you know it's time to, this is time you know how to switch. This is how you know. When you get a job and your salary, for your, your total income, 30% come from your job, 70% comes outside. It's the law of 80-20. What will I do? I should devote more time to where more money is coming from so that I can make more money. If I'm giving that thing three hours every day, it's giving me 70% of my income. I'm giving this eight hours every day, it's giving 30% of my income. Why should I stay here? And this does not apply to personal finance alone. It applies to businesses. There are two categories of customers. There are customers that when you spend time with them, all they buy is just a fraction. There are customers when you spend the same time with them, they buy magnitude. Just without thinking. I should spend more time with the customers that buy magnitude than the ones that buy nothing. You know the problem? The problem is this. We will stay with the customers that buy nothing. Wanting to force them to buy more. The people that want to buy a lot, we will spend short time with them. And that's why I said the first thing you have to do. Listen to me. If you run a business, you must be able to establish the month where you make money. Are you listening to me? You establish the month where you make money. I say, oh wow. In this month, there is a pattern. You will notice that if I want to get a contract, for example, uh, you know, I was going to do some kind of transaction and I was going to involve one of my friends. And one of my friends told me, and this is not a spiritual person, he said that, if you want me to be involved in your transaction, we must involve another friend of you. I said, why? He said, there's nothing I do in my life if I do without him, I always fail. He said, if I do without him, I always fail. He said, I just noticed. And I'm saying to you here, so some of you have to really think. How many of you are thinking back and trying to remember the pattern of your financial flow? How many of you are seeing the pattern as I'm speaking? Wave your hands. Online, if you are seeing it, say, I see it. Wave your hands. Let me see. You're seeing it, right? Are you noticing how you're not conscious of it and killing it? Yeah. You're killing it. When a stream is flowing, you flow with the stream. You flow with the river. You don't build against it. Listen to me. What the lead of the Spirit is this, does is this. To identify what God is using and flow with it. Not to be looking for a place and say, God, flow here. Smart Christians don't say, God, flow here. Smart Christians go, thank you, Jesus. Where is God flowing? Let me flow with it. That was the problem of Lot. Lot said, where is the fertile land? That is it. God bless it. <laughs> Abraham said, Father, what do you want? I go with you. Glory to God. I said glory to God. So the first thing is to identify your financial flow. And it's very, and if you don't identify, you need to go back and think. Some of you are saying, hey, but I've not made a lot of money. The small money you've made, your financial flow. If you are younger, you're still depending on people. Look, that uncle that is always helping you, there's something about him. Glory to God. Glory to God. The second thing is to identify your, the first thing that identify your financial flow. The second thing is this. Identify the cause of your financial difficulty. 
So this man concluded, he says, in verse 3, he said, my stewardship has come to an end. So there are three categories of financial difficulty. There are three root causes of financial difficulty. Number one, there are three root causes of financial difficulty. Number one, it can be financial intelligence. What's financial intelligence? I don't know what to do financially. It's, it's a wisdom and knowledge problem. So I want to increase my income from 100,000 to 200,000. How I will raise the money, what I will do with the money, I do not know. Those categories of behavior and questions are called what? Financial intelligence problem. Because if you want to raise money, there's a pathway for raising money. If you want to multiply money, there's a pathway for multiplying money. If you want to invest, there's a pathway for investment. Someone asked me that, do I do all these high percentage investments where you get 50%, get 100%? I say, I do. He said, don't I lose? I say, I lose, my brother and sister. I say, but I also gain. But this is the principle. Investment has principles. What's the principle? What the, an investment principle also depends on your age. It's not general. So when you are young, if you lose all your money, it's okay. You will get it back. But when you are older, it might be more difficult to get it back. So generally, about 40% of your investment is what is in low risk. 40, about maybe 50% is low risk. What is low risk? Low risk will give you a 10% return. You can never lose the money. Another 30% of them will be medium risk, maybe 15, 20% return. You will not lose the money. Then 20, 10% will be high risk. What's high risk? 50% returns. Because high risk means high returns. High returns means high what? Loss. High BPs. The reason why, let me tell you, the reason why people get into trouble financially is they want to do high risk investment. They borrow to do high risk investment. That's stupidity. Even if you have money, you do not use your central money to high risk. It's the money that you trade where you can keep going. <laughs> Glory to God. And that's why, let me tell you something, eh? one of the fundamental things God does for us is to ask us to tithe. You know why? Because through our giving, it disciplines our behavior. One of the things tithing does for you is that it's a behavior discipline. It's very easy for those that tithe to save if they put their heart to it. Because you just say, as I tithe to God, I tithe to myself. That's it. Glory to God. So the second thing is this. The man said in verse 3, it says that my stewardship has come to an end. The reason why is this. So the second thing I want to do is to identify the cause of your financial difficulty. The reason why is this. The quality of your questions will determine the quality of your answer. If you cannot determine why you have financial difficulties, you cannot solve it. Someone says, my finance is tight. Question, why is it tight? And you say, I end too small. We will not go, why do you end too small? Because all those things, you end too small. I have a lot of bill. All those things are fruits. They are root causes. And the roots are three. Number one, all financial difficulties are based on number one, either you lack financial intelligence. Number two, either you lack financial planning. Number three, either you lack financial discipline. Three causes. Either you lack financial intelligence, either you lack financial planning, or you lack financial discipline. And that's the reason why you will see someone that has a driver. He will borrow from his driver and pay the driver at the end of the month. 
the driver earns less than you but saves more than you. Many of you brag. You say, I'm a graduate, I'm a graduate. The house you live was built by an illiterate. You behave as if degree equals to income. If degree equals to income, why is that so on strike? Because the, prof the professors of economy don't know how to sort out their own income. They are depending on government. All the professors bring them together, they cannot solve their income. They are depending on government. Because educational knowledge and financial intelligence are very different. Why? Educational knowledge and financial intelligence are very different. The best schools in the world are run without government intervention. Government would have been here and there, but not fully. So, with, with the way those guys are professors, I thought they should be able to do that. But book and street sense are not the same. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. You can perceive this month to be hot, right? So you identify the cost of your financial difficulty. Is it financial intelligence? What's intelligence? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And someone says, how will I know if I'm, if I'm, if I'm doing well in my financial intelligence? Just let you know. The num I love the way my product said it. The number of books on finances you have read should be equal to your age. Praise the Lord. If you're 40, you should have read 40 books on finances. Glory to God. Someone is calculating. That wow, I'm 54. I've not read one. My brother, look at your finance. It will tell you why it's upside down. Someone say hallelujah. So identify of your cause of your financial difficulty. Is it a wisdom problem? Is it a knowledge problem? Is it a planning problem? For example, when you run a business or you have finances, cash flow is key. Cash flow is what? Very key. There must be certain amounts of your money that must have in cash. So I say, why do you keep this money in cash? It's a principle. Because when something happens, there must be some money that must sustain the whole place. And discipline, financial discipline. Financial discipline says, by the time we set out the strategies, are we able to keep to it? Let's close by showing people as we start this teaching where money is. Because the very question I ask that I'm looking for money. Have you found him? Or have you found her? So where is money? Let's look into the Bible and let's find where money is. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. The first thing the Bible shows us, money is in people. Money is where? In people. That's what the first thing the Bible shows us. How did Solomon become rich? Other people brought money to him. 
how was Jesus sustained? The wise men brought money to Joseph to sustain him. I don't know that. Do you realize that Jesus Christ had financial partners? Oh, let me show you. Where's that scripture? Is it Luke chapter 8 or Mark chapter 8? I will find it now. What? Luke 8 verse 3, right? Okay, good. So Luke 8 verse 3. See what the Bible says. Because many of you thought that Jesus Christ was just commanding money. Oh, come out, come out. No, 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 no. There were times he did miracles. But the consistent flow of Jesus' ministry was that people supported it. That's why if you attend a church like this and you're not tightening it's spiritual irresponsibility. Because God designed, let me tell you. See, for those that give, God knows you give. And he designed that your giving will go well because of what you're doing. Luke chapter 8, verse 3. Let's, let, let's read from verse 2. From verse 2. Verse 2. And a certain woman which, I was, healed of, which was healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven demons. Verse 3. And Jonah, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and what? Men, watch the word. Many others, which ministered to him of what? Take note, not of their leftovers. They were not giving 1,000 an offering, no. It was substantial. Because you are saying you are looking for money. Where is money? Money is in people. If God used people to give to Jesus, why won't he use people to give to you? Money is in people. I was listening to something today that, that very powerful. In the peak of the meltdown recession in 2008-2009, they say it was the worst recession in the history of mankind. Michael Jackson was going to go to London. And I think the name of it was his final concert in London. This is it. That's it. This is it. And he was going to go for that concert. <laughs> he was meant to do two shows. Before you know it, the two shows became 50. Because people kept on what? Buying tickets. Instead of having five thousand about 4,000 people, they moved it to 20,000 people. Each ticket was 70 pounds. How much is 70 pounds and 20,000? We have not seen our VIP ticket too. Can someone calculate for that for me? 70, what? No, 70 pounds times 20,000 people. Calculate, is it 1.4 or 40 million pounds? Eh? That's 40 million pounds. How much is 40 million pounds in Nigerian money? Are we talking about trillions right now? The only reason was this. If money was in people, this is very simple. If money is in people, provide value that people will pay for. So for Jesus Christ, what he provided was spiritual value. And people gave up their substance. Provide value that people will pay for. Provide value that not just few people will pay for. 
it will be a lot of people that will pay for it. Some of you say you don't have money. You say, Pastor, I have nothing. I've never been to school. Let me tell you something. Every Sunday and Tuesday, just come with, come with bucket. After the service, wash the cars. You'll be surprised how much you will get that washing the cars. Every time you see someone happy with education, just go and meet them. Ma, I'm available. I can come and take care of your children. Try me for three days. Something Because money is important. Are you hearing me? So when I say you're looking for money, you're looking for people. All of us pay people every day. Didn't you eat today? Who did you pay for food? If you didn't pay restaurants, you paid the person you bought the raw food from. Yes or no? We all paid somebody. Look at the steward. The steward said, what I will do is that I know, he said that I will help them so that they can receive me into their work habitation. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. Where is money as we close? I mean, I have ten of it, but let's share two. Then the remaining you figure it out on your own. Or you come on Sunday. Praise the Lord. Where is money? Have you found him or her? Money's in people. Where is money? Money's in solving problems. Money's in what? Solving problems. Money's in solving problems. Anybody that has well now. Oh, wow. In fact, I saw one celebrity say that I'm not selling for it. I'm telling you, he put on his DM. He said, if you need for DM me, he said 30 liters upward, meaning that it's at what a special price. Last two months, that was not a problem. But now, it's a problem. The ability to see problem ahead, find solution, solve it, will make money flow to you. If you mistakenly find the cure for cancer, you become rich. Look at Tinder. Look at Tinder. Now we have the Tinder swindler. The value of Tinder app has shot up all of a sudden. And the reason why is that someone says people are trying to connect. Instead of me connecting them, let's create an app where they what? Connect. Look at Uber. Instead of standing out in the taxi and looking for taxi, is it don't stand out? Order your taxi from your phone. Are you here? This is, let me tell you something. And that's why if you're a leader, let me say something to you. If you're a leader that people don't follow, you're not solving problems. That's the truth. If you're a cell leader, your cell is not full, you're not solving problems. Once you're solving problems, people will follow you. Why? It, they, Jesus Christ asked them, he said, do you want to go? Where shall we go? He said, you have the word of eternal life. Who, who can talk like you? In fact, what makes you the person people follow is that you can solve problems. Some of you are watching online. What problem can you solve? Someone says, I'm looking forward to do in Canada. Nigerians love to bunch when abroad. Have a package. 
medical tourism package, childbed package, arrange with the hospitals as they come. You house them, help them. And that service is $2,500. Every month you get two, $5,000. In a year, you get twenty-four, $60,000. You have not carried, you have not, and let me, you're not following them. When they get there, you say that this is the house you paid for. That's the hospital you paid for. Where's my money? Thank you. The Lord is with you. Praise the Lord. What is the solving covenant? I mean, do you know there are people that pay for relationship coaching? They pay 250000 Because they are single and they are looking for wife or husband. I've seen men that pay for men how to toast a woman. If you think I'm joking, go and check online. $500 course. And they will do the course. They will not say it's a coach that they will pay extra. That they coach them every month. The, the man will say, when you're going out tonight, wear this. When you see her, look her straight in the eye. Look her straight in the eye and just tell, put your, make sure you put your two hands in your pocket. Stand straight and tell her, hey girl, how are you? And you know the reason why they said so? Because there are lots of wealthy people that cannot talk. So, they are simply solving what? The problem. Where is money? Inside people. Where is money? Solving problem. Some of the things they are praying for, if you suffer, they will not pray again. Ivan, can I help you? If I give an American passport, half of your prayer point will disappear. True or false? Oh, so you know. You just say, ah, why not the next level? Pastor. What do you do when the Lord has done it? Glory to God. I'm going to close early because the other centers are watching. I don't want them to finish late. So, have you been blessed today? Have you been blessed today? So, that subset I shared about where it's money is under financial intelligence. Just knowing what to do. Just knowing how to think. Because it's a way of thinking. Because many people say, I'm looking for money. And I'm looking for money means that you're looking for someone to just give you handouts. Just take. Just take. And you know what? The bigger problem you solve, the bigger the money you make. If you solve a problem for one person, one person pays you. If you solve a problem for a state, the state pays you. If you solve a problem for a country, the country pays you. I mean, the whole country pays you. If you solve a problem for the world, the whole world pays you. Why do we buy phones? They solve the problem for us. And they didn't only solve communication problem. They combined the problems. They took other problems that were not in their field. They combined it, like photography. You know, they combined problems and solve it for us in one stand. So much that people buy phones today not for calling, for what? Picture quality. Glory to God. What are the biggest three problems that we have today? Do you know how many people in Nigeria have become millionaires through health, health teach, health coaching? Health. I've seen people, I, I'm a professional coach. What do you do? I advise people on their health. 
and they are selling millions every day. Maybe your problem is not that God should give you money. Maybe your problem is that God should help you see problems. Glory to God. Let me take one question and I will close. Any question from any of the centers? Any question from here, I will close. All right. Let's take one question. Pastor Benjamin, get a microphone and Yes. Ready? You need to move back a little because of that speaker. You need to just not, not move towards the left, yes. All right. If I have a question, yes. Nobody has a question. From the other centers, do they have a question before we close? Pastor, you have a question? Okay. Because it's money, I thought everybody would have a question. Or everything just came at once. We were not expecting. You are soaking. You are soaking, right? Okay, any question before we, uh, we, we close the service? I'm just waiting for the other centers. If from the other centers is a question. Okay, just go to the microphone, that's fine. Yes. You need to go to the microphone, not to come to you. You need to come to the microphone, yes. Why doesn't it go to the microphone? It's just to develop your self-confidence. Yeah. If you cannot ask questions in church, why can you ask questions? Yes, please. Okay, firstly, I just want to thank you for the opportunity and okay. the platform. Um, so... While you were talking about 8020 Pareto optimality, yes. So um, you um, you advise that if we have a job we are doing and we have a side other side hustle, and we notice that um, our side hustle is giving us more money, we're generating more return from our side hustle, that we should focus more on the side hustle. Or Facebook reports. Okay, so. The reason so why I said all things in call is this. Let me tell you why I said all things in the call. I'll tell you why I said all things in the call. I don't need to know this. If you work in the U.S. Embassy in Nigeria, after 15 years of working, you get a green card. Do you know that? So you, if that's your vision, green card, even though they're paying you nonsense, you will stay there because you want to get what green card. And they don't pay fantastic. You can work there and not end up to $1,000 a month. So that's why I say all things being equal because there must be dynamics that wants to make you endure a bad thing. Exactly. Yes. Okay. That's part of it. Okay. So, and what if the side also is not, um, the flow is not constant, it's not consistent, but you know that once the money comes, it's, it's you know, but it's not. So, so why is the flow not consistent? Because you don't have enough time or the nature of the business. The nature of the business. So this is what you want to do. So in a whole year, what is the total of that side also compared to your salary? Not what comes in one month. In a whole year, is it up to 75% of your salary? Yes, it, it is. It is 75% of your yes, salary? It, yes. So if you give it more time, will you make more money? I should. You should. Yeah. Ah, you should be involved in that side. Sorry, but 
But based on what, what if there's something you want to achieve, that's your... If you want, so you have something else you want to achieve, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, you so not enough contest. Not yet, not, but I mean, because you have something else you want to achieve, that's, that might always be equal. But you, your goal is not money, your goal is maybe to become manager or partner. Uh-huh. So you want to partner back. So you, title is good, you need to determine that title or money. They are two different things. Praise the Lord. Yeah, yes. No, you don't need to tell me why you're asking the question. Okay. You know. So, um, when you have a partner, you have a, your job, the corporate, you're in the corporate world, yeah. and you have the nine to five, yeah. then you have a side job, yeah. and you have a partner, yeah. and um, your partner does not believe in the nine to five, yeah. and thinks because of the nine to five, you're not giving your whole, you're not really giving it that, so you are in between, and it, the person is telling you, you have to leave what that corporate. this point, I don't know if, should I leave the corporate to focus? Would that be the solution for me to make more money? What's your name? Anita. Anita, you want to make a decision for your life? That's why you have a brain. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Listen to me. You're going to choose what is important to you and with the help of the Holy Spirit and pursue it. As a pastor, I don't choose for you. Exactly. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as a pastor, I can't choose for you. What did Moses say? Moses said, choose yet this day whom you will serve. Exactly. So as a pastor, choose yet this day whom you will serve. Either nine to five or what? Hustle. Praise God. Hallelujah. Were you blessed tonight? All right. Let's go. Someone has a question, but the time is gone now. We only said the time for one question. Let's close. Let's stand up and pray. Father, help me see the problems around me. That's the prayer. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In this season where we're fasting and praying, Lord, help me see the problems around me. Oh, yes. Lord, help me see the problems around me. Lord, help me see the problems around me. 